0: Hello and welcome to our podcast on health insurance. We talk so much about the need to maintain good health and not realizing how the same is incomplete without having a health insurance policy in place. This is because many people remain unmindful of the fact that certain health issues can crop up uninformed. With a health plan that covers the cost of your hospitalization and subsequent treatment, the much needed treatment is now well within your financial reach you and your loved ones can get treated without worrying about having to spend on medical bill from your pocket like all personal finance decisions certain factors affect the purchase of health plan there are do's and don'ts that you must consider before choosing the right health policy ideally suited to your needs to discuss the issue, we have with us Mahavir Chopra, founder and CEO of Beshik.org, an independent consumer awareness portal for insurance consumers. Hello, I am Anamika with you. Welcoming to the program, Financial Vaccination, a podcast that helps you to achieve financial well-being for a lifetime. This program is brought to you by Manipal Cigna Health Insurance. Welcome to the program, sir. How are you?
1: Thank you, Anamika. Thank you uh, for having me here.
0: Well before beginning with our today's podcast let me discuss something about Mahavir Chopra so as we know that apart from being a finance expert we know that uh, you run beshak.org so can you please let our listeners know more about it
1: sure so uh, beshak.org what we're doing is that uh, we are trying to get jargon free unbiased content to our users uh, typically uh, what we saw is that uh, although a lot of content is available online uh most of the content either has a lot of jargon uh is very technical or is not written for the purpose of a user it's la- largely written for sales purposes or written for promotional purposes uh, what we've tried to do is that we're trying to create content which is relevant for users which people can use to make well-informed decisions that's the mission and the goal of uh, Besha. they're trying to basically create a community of well-informed insurance
0: buyers Okay, well, uh, that was a lovely insight. So, so moving forward with our today's podcast, we'll be discussing on the do's and don'ts of health insurance. So, first, we'll discuss on the do's of health insurance. So, my first question to you is that uh, we all know the importance of including health insurance in our personal finance decisions. While buying health insurance, uh, we pay t- attention to certain do's for choosing the same. So, what are those?
1: Yeah, so typically the things that you should be looking at when you are buying a health insurance should be around four to five things which are very, very important. Uh, the first thing that you should look at is that there is an adequate coverage that you're buying. So whenever you're buying a cover, you should buy a cover for when you reach an age of 50 to 60 years. So let's say you are 30 years old when you're looking at a health insurance, uh, you should not buy a cover which is relevant and adequate for you for this age group. You should buy a cover which is relevant and adequate for you when you are old and when you would need the cover the most so you should factor basically basic inflation and take a cover which is really really adequate for you in an old age lastly this is the reason behind this Anamika is basically that at a certain age or at a at a certain point in time when you want to upgrade your cover there could be chances that because you have an ailment or your family has an ailment you may not be able to upgrade the cover so it's Important that you take a large cover as and when you get it and not basically depend on the future to upgrade your cover. That's the first point. The second most important point that you should look for is financial limitations. Uh, Your policy should not have any major limitations in terms of uh, limits or coverage scope, right? Meaning in terms of, let's say, for example, there shouldn't be any room rent limits in your policy. Uh, Lastly, if possible, Uh, the category capping or any kind of limitation should not be there in your policy. You should have a policy which is uh, free of any kind of limitation. Uh, Apart from the room rent limit, which can basically damage or basically degrade your cover, because not only will it it, impact your claims at a very significant level, there are other uh, such financial limitations you should be aware of, one of which is basically a condition called co-pay, which also should be something that you should look for. Uh, Another thing which you should look for in the limitations, financial limitations are, are there any kind of limits or uh, financial limits that have been put for surgery or treatments? Like, for example, is there a limit put for modern surgeries? Is there a limit that has been put for uh, surgeries which are related to cataract, right? These are the limitations you should basically be very well aware of before you buy the policy. The last thing that you should be very well aware of is the exclusions in the policy are you aware of all the exclusions the temporary exclusions and the permanent exclusions? and get a detailed understanding of this either from your agent or from whoever is advising you so these are the major things that you should be aware of a the coverage b the limitations in the policy and c is basically exclusions in the policy
0: So, coverage, limitations and exclusions, you are saying, are the most important. So, so like in other kind of insurance policies, is it necessary to disclose all details regarding health and prior illness?
1: Absolutely. So, you are actually getting into a relationship with an insurer, right? What an insurer is offering you is a lifetime cover for all your hospitalization expenses. So, like it happens in any other relationship, either uh, formal or informal, you need to be very, very transparent before getting into this relationship. And hence, all the information that is required by the insurer has been asked by an insurer, either in the proposal form or face-to-face or over a call or in a medical test, should be provided absolutely and uh, clearly and transparently. Uh, the reason behind this is that this will help an insurer assess your risk well and ensure that they have understood you as a profile better so that the pricing that they're offering you is relevant to the kind of person and the kind of profile you are in case there is an additional risk that they basically evaluate you for they may charge you an additional premium but that is a good thing because that means the insurer has taken on record the additional risk that you have, and hence your coverage will be safe and protected. In case you decide not to inform an insurer, and you basically try to basically hide information from an insurer, there are good chances that at the time of claims, insurers will have multiple ways to find out that there are some hidden information uh, that you did not provide at the time of buying the policy, and this will basically be a threat on not only your claim, but also your policy. So, from that perspective, it is absolutely important that when you are starting a relationship with an insurance company, you are over informing an insurance company to all whatever information you are aware of in terms of your lifestyle, in terms of your healthcare, in terms of your family's healthcare.
0: Well, this is going to be an interesting question for all of us because we all have a doubt in our mind that does my health insurance plan cover the cost of medical tests too?
1: yeah so this question is like you rightly said uh, regularly asked by people now medical tests are basically uh of two types right meaning there are preventive medical checkups which we do so that we are basically updated about our healthcare and then there are uh, medical checkups that are required because a doctor has diagnosed those medical checkups right between these two the first one which is basically preventive medical checkups there are certain insurance companies which give A free medical checkup every year to all adult members in the family. So, when you are basically looking at uh, insurance plans, you could basically even evaluate a plan based on uh, whether an insurance company is offering you a free medical checkup or not. Now, there are other medical checkups, which are medical checkups required for investigation of a kind of health condition that you have. There are two types. Uh, within this type of health checkup, that would happen. One, which would lead to a, to a hospitalization and certain medical checkups, which may not lead to a hospitalization. All medical checkups, which lead to a hospitalization, let's say I go for a medical checkup and let's say I get diagnosed with kidney stone and then I need a hospitalization. In that case, this medical checkup that was done to diagnose that I need a hospitalization will be covered in your hospitalization policy or health insurance policy. But if there is a medical checkup that is done for investigation, but it is not leading to a hospitalization, there is no need for a hospitalization, you may only be required to, let's say, go for certain medication or go for, let's say, some doctor consultation. And it is basically done on an OPD basis, like it is said in the healthcare hospital world. In those cases, it may not be covered by most of the insurance companies. So, what is covered, if a medical checkup is done during hospitalization or leads to a hospitalization, that is covered. What is not covered, any medical checkup, that does not lead to a hospitalization, that may not be covered by your health insurance policy.
0: So, sir, does my health plan cover the OPD expenses?
1: Yeah, so you are basically talking about OPD expenses, which are expenses which are for regular healthcare uh, uh, needs that people have. So typically what people ask for is that okay, the uh, regular ka kharcha, the regular doctor expenses I go to a doctor for my cold and cough or mm. go to a doctor to consult for let's say an injury, is that covered? Uh, uh In most of the policies uh, that are available this may not be covered okay. and uh, there are very very few policies that today cover outpatient expenses which are these regular expenses uh on, on a day to day healthcare expenses in the policy. Uh, When you are looking at covering yourself for these kind of expenses, you need to do a basic cost-benefit analysis of basically understanding that what you're getting in terms of coverage for medical expenses, the regular medical expenses versus the premium that you're supposed to pay. If it looks good to you, if it looks beneficial to you, you should go for such plan. Otherwise, you could basically look at self-funding these kind of expenses.
0: Okay, sir. So, sir, why should one check for a co-payment clause in your health insurance plan?
1: Yeah, so there are uh, co-payment clauses added by insurance companies for two reasons. One could be to keep the premium affordable and the other could be to ensure that there are controls over claims. So, typically uh, for a customer, having a co-payment clause is basically saying that you are on a financial partnership with an insurance company whenever there is a claim. So let's say there is a 20% percent copay in a policy and you go for a claim and the claim is approved for let's say one lakh rupees, co is let's say 20%, you will have to basically shell out 20,000 rupees from your pocket and the insurer is going to pay only 80,000 rupees. In such cases, what happens is that you always will have a very large out of pocket uh, compared to the kind of expenses that you would have imagined you will pay, you will pay much more than that. So. If given a choice, you have two policies, one with copay and one without copay, obviously you should go with a policy which is without copay or with lesser copay so that your out-of-pocket expenses are minimized.
0: So so my next question is very interesting because most of us wanted to know about it. That What should you check before getting your policy renewed?
1: Right. So I think it's a very good question, Anamika. And uh, the main thing that a person should look at when uh, you are renewing a policy is that first is that you should review if all the members in your family are covered in the policy. If there is any new family member, can you add that family member would be the first thing. The second thing is basically to look at the coverage, right? Is the coverage adequate enough? Do you want to upgrade the cover either by buying additional cover from the, on the same plan or by basically buying a super talker policy? Uh, an additional extension policy from the same insurer or from another insurer? Apart from this, these two things, are other things, like if you're not happy with a specific insurer or you feel that there are better plans in the market, then you could basically opt for something which is called portability and uh, which, which allows you to move your, uh, all your benefits from your existing plan to a new plan. Like it happens in the telecom world where you, let's say, have a SIM from one telecom operator, you can move to another telecom operator with the same number. In portability in health insurance, you will be able to move all your benefits from policy A to policy B, which may be much better or may offer better service. So these are the things that usually you should look at. Uh, you should look at basically whether all your family members are covered, whether the cover is relevant for the future, uh, you should look at whether you should be opting for an upgrade or whether you should look at portability. These are the things that you should be uh, looking at when you are in your policy.
0: Moving forward with a set of questionnaires, we'll be discussing on the don'ts of health insurance. So, so my first question to you is, does it help to not share the details of your pre-existing illness while buying insurance? And how does lying about health details adversely affect your chances of availing health insurance?
1: Right. Also- This is a question that uh, is very regularly asked. There are people uh, who feel that okay, if I don't inform an insurer about a certain disease, how will the insurer ever come to know? Absolutely. Or there could be advisors or agents who could tell you that okay, sir, if you you don't don't put this information Hmm. in your uh, proposal form, it will basically lead to rejection. I will manage your policy and you don't have to worry about it. In both these cases, there is a red flag. Uh, You shouldn't basically uh, hide any information from an insurance company because uh, insurance company is in the business of paying claims and they are professionals hired by them who will ensure that if there is a misrepresentation, it is basically found out. Right? If there is any kind of hanky-panky stuff, insurers have experts who sit and only do this and be able to find out that you know, you've know made a misrepresentation. There are multiple ways that insurance companies can find out about your misrepresentation. Health insurance is a lifetime policy that you're buying. It is a policy you will carry through your life and your family will carry it after you till they are living. Right? In such kind of situations, you should be in better control by ensuring that you mention every important information to the insurer, not hide anything, and ensure that claims are paid for your lifetime. When you are 60 years old, you are 80 years old, or whether your wife is 90 years old, there shouldn't be any kind of glitches for your family members to get a claim. And the only golden rule to ensure this happens is to ensure that you don't make any kind of misstatements in your proposal form or to the insurance company in any form. Right? So that is the big don't that you should always be looking for. If an agent is asking you to put wrong information, if an agent is telling you to not write something, in my view, you should not be dealing with that agent because that agent is not really worried about your interest. He's mostly worried about the policy getting issued and he getting the commission. Right, So if. You are choosing an agent and if there is an agent who's basically giving you such kind of information, it's better to stay away from such advisors, find a better advisor. Right. So that's that's my suggestion. So there are two don'ts here.
0: So as you have discussed that there should be transparency while you are, you know, insuring Absolutely. your health insurance. So sir, so why is it necessary to renew your health insurance on time?
1: Right. So whenever you have a policy and uh, let's say it's a annually renewable policy, right? And if you basically miss the due date, uh there is a grace period in the policy usually. And that grace period also, uh, you can pay the premiums and still be a- you will be able to continue your policy. Having said that, the problem that arises is that if there is any claim that arises during this grace period, the insurance company will not pay you for those claims. And in case you even lapse the grace period, which is basically that you've not paid premiums, beyond the grace period. And then in that case, you basically have lost all the benefits that you had incurred while accrued, while you bought the policy, let's say if you bought the policy for four years, five years, and you basically crossed all the waiting periods, now your policy is covering you for pre-existing diseases, for the temporary waiting periods are all exhausted, and you have a very, very open, good policy available. In case you do not pay your premiums by the grace period this policy completely gets deactivated it gets lapsed in the language of an insurer and what happens is that in case you want to revive the policy there is no way to revive the policy after that lapsation happened you almost will have to go and reapply and go through the entire process of buying a policy completely all over again so in this case you will have to go for a medical checkup, you'll have to fill a proposal form, and all your waiting periods that you had completed will basically restart from zero. So you basically start from square one if you don't renew your policies on time. So that's why it's always recommended that you do two things. One is put reminders on your phone, on your wife's phone, on your spouse's phone to ensure that you pay your premiums on time. And there are other ways to ensure that your premiums are paid on time by putting an auto debit on your policy. So you go to the branch office of any insurance company and mm-hmm. tell them I want to put a standing instruction on my renewal premium payment. They will basically give you a form which you can fill and get an auto debit on your policy, which basically means is that whenever the premium is due, the premium will automatically get debited from your bank account or your credit card and you don't have to remember the policy.
0: Renewal date. yeah okay okay perfect so sir so that was a lovely insight to discuss on the, the topic health insurance thank you so much sir for being with us on the podcast show financial vaccination
1: thank you thank you for having me
0: so you heard that health insurance hai, an adequate health insurance cover gives you the much needed peace of mind and keeps you and your family clear of financial burden for life Those aiming for a better life must ensure to include a health insurance policy in their personal finance portfolio. Stay protected, stay healthy is the mantra to healthy longevity. After all, health hai to life hai.